Hey, Craig. Let's get into some coffee talk. Hey, I love it. I love doing some coffee talk. Well, you know, talk about what? Dogs, tortoise, whatever. It's coffee talk. Coffee talk. Hi. Hi. It's a coffee talk. It sure ready, is, Mr. Mr. Craig? Jason. I am sure ready. I am ready for your... You found a like wise quote, right? I did. I don't even recall where I found it. But this is an African proverb. I'm going to whip it out. It's an African proverb. When there is no enemy within, enemies outside cannot hurt. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I That's like I that one. Say it again. Well, it Mr. Again. Jason, when there is no enemy within, enemies outside cannot hurt. Incredibly truthful. Yep. Yeah, it's so true because everybody says the same thing to their kids. Who cares whatever the other kids think? Yeah. But everybody does care what everybody thinks. But it's not what the other person thinks. It's us thinking about sure. what the other person thinks. Yeah. That takes stops away our us. focus, takes away our ability to make the decision, takes away our initiative, makes us procrastinators, all kinds of stuff. Yep. I mean, I was worried about things. how old people thought I was. <laughs> right. Then you definitely wouldn't be right. recording with those lights. That's because right. you don't like those lights. The Grim Reaper. <laughs> That's me. Or maybe yeah, the, the Reaper's standing behind me. I know we talk about the wives probably too much on here. At some point, it's going to all of them implode. But anyways, one of the things that it kind of bothers me when I hear maybe my wife say, it's like, you made me feel this way <sighs> because it makes me think I can't make anyone feel anything. Can't you Jason? I, well, I, I guess I get too heady in it because I think like what I said wasn't bad because yeah. you attach those feelings to it. That's we choose how we feel about some stuff. Right. Well, this is a horrible. I, every time we bring up the wives on here, yeah. I immediately regret it. <laughs> well, it's much better that they don't listen. But <laughs> I think that Heather would have a bone to pick with that. Oh, I know. Definitely. Because you just said, like, let's play this out. If you went okay. home and said, blah, blah, blah. And she said, I don't like it when you say that because it makes me feel this way. And then you responded with, listen, we choose how we, <laughs> how we're going to feel. I, how would that go? I have you? said that. Yeah. And how did that work? I've Let's said see. a version of that. Okay. It went over so horribly. <laughs> and did you sleep on the couch? <sighs> no. But it was but, not good. There's so much recouping time. You uh -huh. know, you might say that in one minute. Yeah. Next thing you know, days, days Weeks. and days and days. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So I think that <laughs> it is what it is, right? So we have to choose to be mindful of what comes out of these pie holes of ours, like what we right. say. And whether, regardless of whether we think that what we're saying Maybe we're in that place where we say, look, I don't care what anybody thinks. So then, then from that standpoint, you can say whatever you want and not be concerned about what anybody else thinks. But I think that you have to be mindful of that too, right? Like with anything else, there's balance. 
Right. So what I hear you saying is, of course, it prompted her to have those feelings. Uh-huh. It didn't actually make her have those feelings, but it encouraged it. Maybe. Yeah. Because if you don't take responsibility for it, to your point, you can just say whatever. Right. You can't and go around being no filter Jason all day long. Right. Or Mr. Jason. No. Rather. You know what? I pretty much. You do. Gosh. I'm pretty unfiltered. I am too. You may have noticed. It doesn't bode well for me. Nah. But sometimes it does. That's the thing. So (laughs) you could sit and worry all day long about the fact that you're unfiltered. Or is that just who you are? And everybody else needs to make way and deal with it. Where do you draw the line? I just don't worry about it. But I do like it. I love sales. So I guess the point, like what bothers me is I love sales and I love just the art of communication, Uh (laughs) which is the antithesis of what we're talking about. Yeah. But uh, if I am trying to get a result and I say something that doesn't get the result, then I'm doing a bad job at selling. Okay. So. And or uh, communicating. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. So, in say, again, remember that other coffee talk we did where we involved the wives and we were talking about the difference between wearing your entrepreneurial hat, solving the problems all day long, and then... Yeah. Right? Hats. So, the hats. So, in this instance, in sales, it's nice because it's a game of numbers, right? So, you can try saying something a certain way over and over again to test it and see what the result happens. And, oh, I only got a 30% good response rate to that. But if you go home and you try to troubleshoot a line of speaking, you only have one sales call and it's an all or nothing on that one. So, I think that in that case, you have to choose to be slightly more filtered or premeditated in the words that come out in order to mitigate the low chance of, uh, or the high chance of not getting the sale, if you want to call it, you know, not getting the sale, meaning not being able to maintain happiness at home. Because that's my goal. Like, I don't ever say something with the intention of it blowing up and then not having a good week because (laughs) I managed to anger somebody. Of course not. That would be silly. That would be insane. But then I also (laughs) seem to do the same things over and over again that encourage that happening. So I don't know. It's confusing. But let's go back. So we kind of went off a little bit, but let's go back to when there is no enemy within. It really is no matter what, if it goes back to that conversation of if we think we can do it, then there's a very good possibility that we could do it. Or if we think we can't do it, then we won't. And we definitely will either... Yeah, we won't. What does right? what does TR say? Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Right. I mean, right. Because so it starts with that. It starts with the dobe. So it's really, dobe, dobe. Most success, and it doesn't have to be in whatever the version of success is. It doesn't have yeah. to be money and stuff like that. Like people. Yeah. But really, you're your own enemy in the yeah. road to success. Right. That's it. Yeah. Like there's nobody else that you're against. Right. Going back to the conversation with my wife. <laughs> Smart. The, uh, idea. Right, right. I guess that was a bad example of where I was getting at, but it was more of 
whatever anybody thinks of you, it doesn't matter because it's only matters what you think they think of you. Like if you think if you don't a, if you don't care, then it doesn't affect your actions at all. Or B, if you're too worried about what they're going to think, then you might not do something. Right. But you'll never know exactly what they think anyways. So you're probably going to be wrong. A lot of times (laughs) people, like they're not going to tell you what they really think, right? Like you could say, what do you really think? They're going to make up something because they don't want to have conflict, right? Most people are going to inherently avoid conflict unless they're like to, right? Like bully or whatever. But most people are going to try to avoid conflict. So if you say, hey, how does my new haircut look? Most people are not going to say, oh, you look like a freaking idiot. Makes you look old. Right. Like those things aren't going to come out unless it's your somebody who's really close that they're going to be more open to telling you. Except not your wife. If you're like, let's say your wife got a really bad haircut and then said, hey, what do you think of my haircut? Now you're in for you have a predicament. (laughs) <laughs> because you want to be honest, but it, I mean, this is like, let's say factually, it's a really bad haircut. Like you could put a hundred people up there and they'd all say it's really bad. What, what would you, you say? To do? Don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. <laughs> hey, hair grows back. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know something interesting that, and I know that this is where, Hey, listen, you can turn it off. But this is an interesting story. So my wife, this is where we're just talking about wives today. My wife had gone to this guy, Kiko, who has also cut my hair. He retired, but she went to him forever. Kiko. Yeah. Okay. She went to Kiko forever. Then I went to Kiko. Um, I probably went to Kiko for like 15 years and then he retired and I found somebody new. So it doesn't matter. But she went to Kiko one time and she wanted to get her, like, get it lightened or get highlights or something. And so she has really dark hair. She's Asian and has, like, it's so it's like this thick black hair. And, like, the hair itself, they're like freaking spaghetti. Like, it, like you, could, you could stab yourself with it. And he did something where he was doing the highlighting. And her hair is usually fairly long. And it's like in this thing, like a bud or whatever, where they do the stuff. And he said he took it off. Or she was sitting there. He takes it off and he goes, oh, no. Like, that's what he said. Oh, Ugh. no. And I want to hear that. Right. And as he starts to, like, undo the knot that it was in, like, the hair is just disintegrating. Like, it's melting. So her hair, like, lots of hair got, like, melted. And he said, well, we have a problem. And then he explained the situation. She's like, are you effing kidding me? Right. And he goes, well, yeah, I mean, the only option is to cut it really short. And she's like, what? And so she had to cut it and her hair was shorter than mine. No. And so there's a lot of very interesting stories that, that happened subsequently from that, because it's just like it was a very unique look for her. But did she look a little bit like what was her name? Cassandra in Wayne's World. I can't remember what that well she had long hair there but i've seen her with <laughs> well that's not helpful what was it, it was like Sinead o'connor when she shaved her head but a little <laughs> bit longer so <laughs> it was insane but the good thing that came out of it so she works at biotech i think she was like a senior project manager like at the okay. highest level of being a project manager and, and i could be getting it wrong but it's okay because she's not gonna listen and another place recruited her she's like i have to go to this freaking interview 
with dude hair. Like, like that's, I, yeah. Right. She's like, I have dude hair and I've go to this interview that I've wanted to talk to this company forever. Well, she, I said, you just got a rocket. I said, wait, do you want me to tell you that I, it must be really hard to feel that way or do you want me to give advice? And then she said, I need advice this time. And I said, you freaking rocket. You know, and I like pumped her up. I said, you just rocket. You just say, hey, look, I was feeling it. And I just cut it short. <laughs> and so she? she went in and she became a director. She's like, actually, she's senior director. She's like number three in this place now. But it started with this crazy haircut that was a mistake. And just like, because people like, I don't know. I mean, she was more intimidating. I could tell you that even more so than normal. Wow. And it was yeah. I mean, it did a lot of good. But the thing is, she was so concerned about how she looked like constantly, like because she's just she has long hair. You know, she it's usually in a ponytail, like but a long ponytail, kind of like a, literally a pony's tail because yeah. it's so long. Literally. Lit, literally. And uh, literally. for you Parks and Rex fans. Yeah. So it was something. But her getting over what that enemy within. Right. She had the enemy within. That she was very concerned about it. And I tried to help her and she got through this, that part of it. I said, look, people are clearly giving you respect. So take it like a rocket. You own it. Own who you are and how you're presenting yourself right now. It doesn't really matter. Who cares? So you're wow, that is, that is crazy. <laughs> yeah. What was your reaction when you first saw her? Oh man, there was no like, yeah, I think I did say, well, I mean, it is going to grow back and your hair grows pretty fast. Like there was, I mean, she knew like that. I wasn't going to say, oh, that looks awesome. Like, I mean, she did not think it looked awesome. She was mortified at what, at the situation. So I did empathize. I said, oh man, <sighs> that is brutal. And then I told, I had, I got a really bad haircut one time and uh, in college and yeah, it was so bad. You and, told the um, story and she's like, dude, you're not a chick with long hair and then get it all chopped off. That's a horrible story. Something like that. No, yeah. she said. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, she just, I don't think that she was paying attention too much to what I was saying because she was. Right, right. <laughs> she, had with, to, she was yeah. dealing with the enemy within. So she got through it though. But how does that relate to, story. to the insurance world? Well, I'll tell you how, because your producers are going to have that enemy within constantly, right? Constantly yep. as they're selling and hearing no and no and no and no. And then they get to those points where we'll talk about how they may push too hard. And it's critical as the leader, as the mouse of the shop to help them with that. And I mean, daily meetings, right? Daily, daily meetings, Dolly. Uh, daily. And I've been at all of our daily meetings lately because there's been a shift in sales manager at my location. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's actually a lot of fun. I was not at most of them, I'll say. Was at most of them fairly recently. And this is nice. It's fun. It's fun being back in there. But it's our role to help the mindset of our team, right? Because the enemy within is with everybody. When I started doing the meetings again, I was in my own head about it because it's been so long. The meetings <laughs> when I was moving the nail. So, for I mean, do you ever have that? If you haven't run a sales meeting for a while, you haven't been as involved in that part of it. You're doing other stuff. You know, you get in and you're in your head off. Oh, Am I still have it? Can I still bring it? And then you know, you just kind of of course. Get back in. 
It's with everything like you don't do for a yeah. while and then you do it again and you question it and it feels weird and you start working out again after not working out and you're like, oh, this is really tough. And yeah. Then the voices usually stop you from doing it more, right? Yeah. Yeah. They sure do. But you can't listen to the voices. Nope. You can't listen to the enemy within. Yeah. And that's... That's a coffee talk. I like to call the voices cool. the committee. The committee <laughs> in there. Yeah, I'll tell you I like that. Yeah. The committee is very active. It's time for some meditation. So, uh, good coffee talk. What if somebody wants to get notifications of this and have it automatically end up on their phone, Mr. Jason? Then they should have their buddy probably do it because tell, I don't know if... Tell them, tell them about the, how to subscribe. Oh. Oh, yeah. Subscribe on your telephone or uh -huh. your computer system. Yep. Yep. To iTunes or Spotify or yep. Yep. the Google Podcasts yep. or something, but subscribe, smash, touch, or the radio. Stitcher. Do something with that button. Smash Make it, it happen. But don't break the glass on the phone, and we'll see you coffee talk. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100,000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will, it's live and it will show you the process. The entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now, live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get yep. to talk to them? Yeah. Which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Craig, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure. Live. I'm into it too. It's going to well, be awesome. And it's, it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content, and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator. Sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Okay. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Hey, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.